strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, Gohan was turning into a big old monkey doing monkey business around town. It's nothing but monkey time from monkey o'clock to the end of the monkey ship. Waffles. I'm All right, so bring scared. us into the show. Bring Waffles. us into the show. He's going <laughs> to do this the whole beat. time. He's so intimidating. Waffles, you can come sit with me, buddy. Waffles' reign of terror is He's terrifying. He just came up and sat right next to me and just like stared in my face. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't well, first, do anything about it. First he was rubbing himself against my black clothes, knowing full well I'm allergic to him. Knowing and full then I well. got up, and then he got you to stand up. Choosing not to... <laughs> Not to be hypoallergenic. Listen, choosing po- it. The point is, he's going through to, your stuff now. <laughs> you need to have he's somehow a digging through a bag. You need to have a conversation <laughs> like a with Waffles raccoon. about his concerning behavior. Listen, man, Waffles is gonna do what Waffles is gonna do. That's how he became a music or comedy legend he is today. <laughs> He doesn't follow rules the way the rest of us do. He kind of sees life in all kinds of colors. You're still looking at black and white, man. That's why he's looking out the window for a bird right now. Is that something you would do? Would you look out the window for a bird? No, I wouldn't look out the window. Exactly. He's on another level. I'm not going to tell him how to live his life. Listen, waffles make me uncomfortable, but if I got to pet some cats and get some scratches in order right. to make it in this it's business. entertainment you know yeah. it's just what you gotta it's do. entertainment Listen, uh, nobody I, can I approach came to this town dreaming dreaming of one day catching a bird <laughs> and if i have to get scratched to catch a bird i'm gonna get scratched right and to think that they're gonna let like a white man get his own bird in 2020 <laughs> You're just going to get a bird. It'll just be undeniable. The <laughs> undeniably <laughs> deserving of a bird. I've been working at the bird club as we've covered right. on the show extensively. <laughs> yeah, right. maybe if I was maybe if I was a bit more of a hmm, tabby, you know? Maybe if I was a bit more orange and gray. A lot of maybe calicos get doors would open for birds. me in this fucking industry. <laughs> no. Well, Waffles is a wonderful tortoise shell cat and yeah. that's why he's at the top of the he's, game. He's, he's over there. It's fine. He's fine. He's going to he he'll get one of those birds one day. <laughs> Despite the fact he's trapped in this one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Anyways, uh welcome back everybody to Balling Out. Super, Super. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be back in the Alex Patak podcast studios with my co-workers and terrifying cat overlords. And Alex Patak. I represent Mr. Waffles at the Three (laughs) Paws Management Agency. (laughs) I was the one who got him his role in... Get out! 
lying on Katie's back. All right, Katie's getting up to go get him. Uh, he's staring her down. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help. I'm not gonna help. It's a stare down. There's a cat just staring down Katie, and she's backing away, backing away from her coat. Well, he goes hog wild in it. He knows. The scariest thing about Waffles is that he absolutely knows how big of a cat he is. Katie now comes back to the mic. He just owns my stuff now. So scared of it. What? What do you want me to get out of there? I just want him to not. I'm allergic to him. I want oh, him not you, to. Oh, you not rub, on your coat. You know what? He ass. doesn't. He doesn't like it when I lock him in the room. But I could lock your coat in the room. Yeah, you could do that. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah, he doesn't like when he's locked in the room. No, he does. I mean, he'd be fine, but he might just like scratch at the door. There's two rooms in this apartment. How can like locking him into one is locking him into the other? Well, that's how he sees it as well. <laughs> he's literally picked up my bag with his paws. <laughs> For, for the listener, I messed up and I put the cat in the smaller room and left the bag out here. And so if he starts throwing himself at the door, I'm going to have to switch him. <laughs> anyway, this is our Dragon Ball Z podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a lot of, a lot of thoughts a lot on of thoughts. that this week. Yeah, a lot of thoughts about Dragon Ball, but not yet. Not, not quite. Not quite yet. They haven't come to us. No, still thinking about them. <laughs> Letting them stew. How's everybody's week going? Are you scared? Are you scared of the coronavirus? I'm a little bit. I feel like every time I'm a little bit sick, I'm like, oh, maybe it's this time. Because everyone's gonna get it. Yeah. yeah, everybody's gonna get it. I mean, you it's probably gonna be already like have HPV. it. It's gonna be the thing that like everybody just. Well, the thing is, it's not actually dangerous to you unless you're in a like uh, you have a compromised immune system Much or you're like old or you're old. But here's the thing. I had a big throat infection all fall. So I am actually <laughs> slightly concerned. Yeah. I mean, so as you anyone who listens to the show know, I'm absent often because I'm the sickest woman alive. But I have this theory. Thank you for your service. That, uh, <laughs> you know, that episode, of The Simpsons, where doc, uh, Mr. Burns goes to the doctor and uh, they show him a plastic door. And it's like, it's quite remarkable. And he's like, these are the germs trying to enter your body. And all the germs make a perfect shield in front of the open door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that's what's happening to me. I managed mm-hmm. not to get it so far, and I think it's because I've been so sick that yeah, I have just like piled up illnesses in front of right. The yeah, you're I the just, most immune woman in America. Yeah, uh, or so I hope. Also, I just feel like I've been ready for this my whole life. I've had many people with OCD in my life, so I already have a lot of the habits. Yeah, of taking off my shoes, washing my hands, and stuff like that because people yell at me about it all the time. Heck, I'm washing my shoes. I'm so healthy. It feels like surviving a my shoes surviving a pandemic with similar characteristics to the common cold like is, is kind of the logical conclusion of the american jewish experience yeah, pandemicism I, with chinese characteristics i've been born ready <laughs> I feel kind of like i've been training for this my entire life what yeah. with constantly fantasizing about scenarios in which I must survive and also always being sick or thinking I'm sick. Mm. Yeah, it's like the Nazis did come back to get us, so score one for the Jewish neurotic experience, (laughs) and then, yeah, now there's a pandemic happening. Oh, I have so many rubber gloves. Nothing but (laughs) Jewish net. (laughs) 
I uh, I went to Jordan's last pop home karaoke thing last night, and I straight up wore rubber gloves the whole time like a psycho. Uh, <laughs> are, they, are they finally calling it quits on the yeah on the thing he hates doing? Yes. <laughs> So it's live band karaoke. Yeah. And did you pass off the rubber gloves as kind of a wacky costume? No, well, because I had the, I was just wearing them and then Jordan announced that they had wipes on stage to wipe down the mic. So I'm like, all right, everyone knows what's happening here. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if I'm going down, I am not going down for taking, singing like Taking Back Sunday as right. a 31 year old. Yeah. Certainly. If no, I, if, if you're going, going down, down it has gonna... to be to Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if shouting down Jeremy to get my line in. Yes, and if you Google, we were both doing the same one. Follow boy Comedy Central. You can see my one credit. Yes, yes. Which is literally twenty minutes of fighting about that one. And line that's why it's the perfect joke for you. And here's the thing: is we run an anime podcast, we should be able to do these very obvious riffs in unison. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they're done on TV. I've seen it. <laughs> I've started watching My Hero Academia. That's how they talk. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Well, I've seen other people's Hero Academia, but I've never purchased one of my own. And now <laughs> that I have a VRV subscription, I've thought, well, maybe I'll see what all the fuss is about. It's on, you know, the featured shows page, and I'm watching it 10 pages in, or uh, 10 episodes in. Oh, <laughs> not a book. Hey. <laughs> Shows are not a book. Um, watching it, as far as I can tell so far, it is superhero Naruto. Yeah, it's... Uh, the characters are almost completely unchanged in a really shameless way. <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it does start like that at first, but it, it evolves later. First season of Bleach is just Yu Yu Hakusho. So there's a lot of like borrowing happening yeah. in the wonderful anime community. I really like uh, My Hero, but I get why other people want it. It's like kind of yeah. basic, but I like that it's like a Japanese take on Western superhero ideas. I guess um, maybe they answer yeah, this later. Than the idea of a Japanese take on ninjas. No, it's not. It's uh, less unique than Naruto. But um, uh, here is my uh, question so far, and maybe they do answer this in the show. I understand if you live in a terrorized world where everyone has powers, why you would become a hero and save people. I have no idea why you would decide you are a villain who works in concert with other villains to just do vague bad things. They do get very deep into okay. it. Okay, all right. <laughs> just on its face, it seems like it doesn't make any sense and is very funny, but it's actually not funny, so never mind. I mean, it. I mean, it's you know, it's a stupid show. It's a stupid yeah. show that I like, but right. like you know, but they do like they get into it. Meanwhile, keep watching. Hey. Watch what happens next. Update. Oda Nobunaga Shinamon hitting it out of the park every week. (laughs) (laughs) This last one was about how he likes heaters because he's a dog. (laughs) Well, to stay on the the My Hero Academia thing, though, the thing that we were talking about before Katie got here was that it kind of fixes one of the big central problems of, like, the X-Men, which is that, like, when a minority of society is X-Men, you can't help but be, like, yeah, the people saying that there can't be X-Men are kind of right. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. They absolutely are incompatible with civilization. <laughs> Whereas, like, in... Because you want to compare like, it to, like, what is this, the Holocaust? And it's like, no, it's not the no, Holocaust. No, the Jews couldn't walk through walls. <laughs> there were no ice Jews. That were a big issue for everybody. <laughs> there, were, there weren't Jews that controlled metal. <laughs> Some would argue they do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was the narrative they were pushing. Certain metals. It's just, it's just, 
oh my god, and they start that movie with Magneto in the fucking Holocaust. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's his... You see Hitler... That, that, that no, I know, but I mean, like, that he then goes on to control metal is, like, kind of... You see Hitler yeah, on, on the podium. Is it really you think it's, like, the gold thing is, like, the... Why, why, are you joking? Yes, that was all done... That's, like, why Magneto was a Holocaust survivor, because all the people who make X-Men were Jews, Originally, it was Jack Kirby. It was well, a commentary a on anti-Semitism. You think it's a, but you think it's a reference specifically to Magneto controls like gold and silver and shit. Like not gold and silver, but yeah, it was a, it was a commentary on how Jews are like were uh, stereotyped to have control, have like a network of control larger than you know they actually right. did. I guess what I what I think that my is joke that is like, dead now. <laughs> of, Sorry, uh, it's just true. Well, but in terms of like the symbolism, then is it's like what is the perspective on it then? Because like Magneto very plainly does control that stuff and like uses it. He can't control gold. Saying... He can only control iron. And he's the bad guy. I'm not no, he can control all. Metal. No, he's a magnetized person. He yeah. can control magnetized metals. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I'm not so saying it's a flawless metaphor. I think. <laughs> But also, it's because him and Xavier were friends before they broke off. So right. I guess if you're gonna like do this, the commentary is Magneto is a bad guy, but he got corrupted by a system who uh, told him they could not succeed. So really, what it is is like a liberal viewpoint, mm-hmm. because like what it is is like what they, you know, how people think that like Antifa or Black Lives Matters is gonna like kill all the white people. Right. This is like, well, okay, what if they did though? <laughs> So Magneto's doing white genocide. Right. And Kinda. gypsies are transformers. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the point is that like My Hero Academia fixes that problem by making 90% of the world's population mutants. So therefore, it's like yeah. you have to build society around this. You really have no other choice. Yeah. When it's 10% of people who have powers that can actually break society, you're like... Yeah, but they're kind of the right ones who are saying that they shouldn't have mutants. I didn't mean to be super sincere. It's just <laughs> I, I just you guys were bringing up points that were wrong, and now I empathize with our fans. <laughs> oh boy, you should have been yeah, here for the to, bonus. You're gonna have to stamp that out of yourself. That's it. <laughs> being like the fans. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, don't worry. <laughs> I still hate board games and D and D. Like, the the bonus we just did uh, with uh, with Chad was mostly us describing the movie Cats and then being like, "Where? What are the neighborhoods in London?" <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> That's really funny. Our Cockney is known for being Catholic. That feels like it tracks. Real quick, I should know this: Is Ireland in London? <laughs> mm, guys, you read those books. Yeah, I know. Do well, you read? Yeah, well, you should. I mean, just don't listen to it because it's. <laughs> it's I mean, real wacky. I will let you know that a lot of times, if I'm not on the show, I don't listen to mm. it because I know you guys are. I've learned the hard way. You guys say stuff that uh, I can't help, I can't fix. Oh Sorry yeah, out there. Oh, there's a really good. No, there. Never mind. Never mind. I take it back. Um, I was always gonna say there's a really good joke, and I was like, I don't want to uh, blow myself up that much. Um, Gassing no. yourself up. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sleepy, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing a live comedy show in 
two and a half hours where we will now see the true impact of coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> on people not turning up to my bar show. What the fuck? Here's the thing. Like, I, I've been to, like, three concerts since, like, they were like, state of emergency. I think people are just kind of like, well... We got we gotta well, live our lives. Look, I got it a party. Feel like anybody's taking this seriously at all, except for and the people who are taking it very seriously look like total dweebs. Look yeah. like dweebs. It doesn't help that it's dweeby, but it also doesn't help that like the people who are trying to be responsible and are like, hey, I think I have coronavirus. They're like, well, we have no way to test or prove. Oh that. my god, yeah, my wife is sick this weekend, and she tried calling the doctor, and she's like, I have a little bit of a fever, and I, I'm trying to do the responsible thing. I'm sure I'm fine, but just want to make sure. Like, can we do a test? And they're like, well, we're not. Gonna to be able to test you for another week and then the result won't come back for two weeks and she's like so what the fuck would the plan be what 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 do you do here (laughs) what do you need when we hired you uh what does it say in the job description you show up to work even if you got coronavirus bitch (laughs) that's the other thing is like i'm seeing all these posts of people being like yeah my job's like if you get coronavirus you can take your regulated three days off and then please come back to work and it's like that doesn't seem like a good idea that like a big part of the plan is work from home just shows that like the ruling class has absolutely no idea how society functions. No. No, yeah. I'm sure it. the Chipotle people will work from yeah, home. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to remotely assemble burritos. I am not worried about going out and getting coronavirus because my job is going into buildings in Manhattan and touching everybody's keyboards while lying <laughs> on the ground. So <laughs> what could go wrong? I already am maximally exposed. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um yeah keyboards get all that goo yeah <laughs> oh but you know what's in the the silver lining of this is that both apac and cpac have had confirmed cases of right corona there might be a culling in the upper operations of the republican party in the next few months we'll have to see <laughs> we're all like worried about the way this primary is going but there is a serious non-zero chance that it just completely blows up because of coronavirus <laughs> like there's a very decent possibility that like joe biden or bernie sanders mm. get coronavirus right right <laughs> oh my god and then what happens Chaos is a ladder. Tulsi Gabbard, baby. That's right. Chaos is a Gabbard. Chaos is a Gabbard. Buy the shirt. Ready for war, baby. Ready. I got rubber gloves. I've been hoarding hand sanitizer for years. I have years of of me. You know, like a really fuck you gift you get at your job is like if a business doesn't know you at all, they give women scented hand sanitizer. Mm. Do you know how many small bottles of scented hand sanitizer I own? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, I don't know who you are as a person. So I went to Bath and Body Works. <laughs> uh, here is a $2 scented hand sanitizer. And, what? you know, all these years I thought they were fuck yous. But now... Yeah. Nope. No, it's I'm starting a business. Ladies, in case of a pandemic, <laughs> you'll be fucking sad. It's like giving you Dogecoin or something. <laughs> yeah. In the long game, you're going to be fucking set. Yeah. Is this a beanie baby or is right. this a fucking Dogecoin? Let's I, find out. I always thought it was weird at those kind of corporate uh, uh, gift exchanges. They always give the fellas fleshlights. <laughs> I'm supposed weird. to just they use this flashlight. I just it's so like expensive. You bought this for me. You got a weird butthole one. You didn't even get the vagina one. Am I supposed to meet a woman and combine this with a hand sanitizer to make an ouchy flashlight? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Why did you I give this to me? I also feel like the hand sanitizer would really uh, erode the the silicone. 
Yeah, like would- lots no. of risks. Definitely bad for the silicone. But all of the reward <laughs> of what we like to call a spicy pocket. <laughs> Kids are calling it spicy pocket <laughs> all across <laughs> America. <laughs> Well, we were all worried about socialism and the coronavirus, teens across America have been lining up at hospitals with Indian give or dick. This really Indian give or dick. This really does seem like a like Gen Z trend we just missed. Spicy pocket. Because they're always drinking bleach and doing stuff. Is it so? Is it like smoking weed through a flashlight? No, it's just jerking well, off. No, I know. I'm thinking off. of now, like oh, what, what, like what a Gen Z flashlight. Thing oh, I was just reading like. about this. It was some really painful thing. It's all. It's never something fun. <laughs> the viral sensations are never like recycling. <laughs> They're calling it reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> Inspired by a vintage uh, <laughs> propaganda song sang by a small wallaby. <laughs> Viral video of Ninja taking cans and putting them away. <laughs> this can top means that I recycled under the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> this plastic lid means I recycled in the morning and the <laughs> evening and after school. This jaw lid means that I recycled in front of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a girl with that recycle ring. Get yourself a girl who recycles. <laughs> uh-huh. I could be a recycler all your spicy pocket. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh wow! What a sleepy, a sleepy Sunday. Yep. Oh, this is like balling out classic. This is yep. classico shit. Yeah, you guys are tired. I'm, I'm not even hung over. Suited on stolen pen pain medication. Hey yeah. everybody, vote for Bernie Sanders. Vote for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> vote for Bernie Sanders. I forgot to bring Adderall over for yeah. Alex. No, I really could have used it today. <laughs> <laughs> And if you vote for Bernie Sanders, Alex will always have access to Adderall. (laughs) It's true. The quality of care will not improve. It'll still be very easy to get Adderall. (laughs) That's the downside of Medicare for All is the quality is going to go up so much that we're not going to be able to find a quack to just give us the drugs we want. That's true. People who should be fired from their job (laughs) just throwing drugs at nasty freaks like me and Jez. (laughs) When you say, I want 30 milligrams of Adderall, and they're like, that sounds right for you. (laughs) Sure, that's a number. I don't care. I don't work here. I have, did I ever tell you I've actively like gone to my doctor when I had Medicaid. I went to the doctor and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like something's weird in my shoulder. And he's like, yeah, well, that seems fine. And then he just, <laughs> he literally just wanted to give me my Adderall prescription and send me out the door to get that cash up. Dude, Respect. That's, so that's what my guy does. I have this quack who I go to see and he refills all my prescriptions. But then the only thing that he wants to talk about, he never was like, he doesn't want to be a doctor. Yeah, no, he, he never wants to talk to me about like, how is your like how, how's the dosage working for you do you feel like you're like doing better or anything like that it's always just like you know who's funny <laughs> mel brooks <laughs> and then we'll talk we'll talk for 15 minutes about what comedy oh, was like when he was younger man. because i've been seeing him for years and so to him he's just like oh that's the stand up comedian I'm who sorry. comes in here is my therapist your doctor <laughs> 
I went to therapy this week, and no joke, we just talked about a commercial shoot he did with Bill Cosby in the 80s, where he knew he was no good back then. Oh, no, I wonder. And guess how much of this I brought up? None of it. Alex, None of it. you need to fire your therapist. That's no good. He's the only one who sees me for almost no money. Yeah, no shit. Our exchange is he tells me his stories because he's lonely. That is... That is I'm a so, good listener. I'm his therapist. That is so bad. I am horrified Wait, for no, you. No, but you have to, you would not guess what was in Bill Cosby's rider in the 80s. He would ask, so for this one Jell-O commercial, he got 10 sweaters. 10 sweaters! What did they, like... For his 30 second Jello commercial. And then he had like this high. For him to just try on for the commercial or. I guess. And he was like, he wouldn't make eye contact with you, especially if like you were like a, one of like one of the white help. He would just be like, I'm not talking to you. He made them replace all the kids wow. <laughs> in the Jello commercial. Um, and he just like, he made them do. My favorite part of this story was he made them do extra takes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're eating Jello and you have like 10 takes, you're like, probably got this guy eating Jello. Good. We probably don't need any more. Bill Cosby was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to do a wacky one. <laughs> Man, you know what's crazy is what used to be in Magneto's rider back in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a giant room full of gold coins that he could Scrooge McDuck into. <laughs> Give me ten metal sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing chainmail sweaters. <laughs> my lo- my wife, Kmetal. <laughs> Uh, i'm sure i brought this up several times but i highly suggest looking up the uh japanese music intro for the american x-men cartoon because when they imported it over there it's crazy cry at the moon yes cry at the moon it's like this uh hair metal riff real good Hell yes. Very much like Shout it. respect to the Japanese mutants out there. Yeah, yeah. J-Mutes. Date bio. Shigata Ganai. Oh, talking about teenagers and Japanese shit. Uh, I took a trip to New Jersey yesterday because they have a big Japanese uh, shopping center and grocery store there. And I like to go there every once in a while. And just, what? Like, get what part of New Jersey? I forget. Uh, it's like only like a two hour Is ride. Is it in JC? It's not JC, but it's it's just as, it's like yeah, it's like an hour and a half ride. Okay. Um, and JC uh, for Japanese Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's right. called uh, Mitsuwa Plaza. It's really cute. I've been going there since I was a kid. Uh, but like, I'm just ignoring you. Um, I heard it. I'm too tired. I can't. I can't add. Okay. And you know, I I uh, it's always really fun. You get snacks or whatever, and and cutie weeb shit. But uh, the real treat is. I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm 31. Okay. I live in New York and I am invisible. Mm-hmm. But when I go to the suburbs like Long Island or New Jersey, yep. every teenager thinks I'm the coolest woman they have ever seen. I had no joke, four different weird teenage, I can't wait to get out of these dying town ass girls. Tell me, like, approach me and be like, I just want to let you know that I love your look. (laughs) One thing, we only have one horse in the whole town. (laughs) One girl was, like, working behind the counter at, like, the 99 cent store. Uh It was uh, Daiso. And she she even said to me, she's like, yeah, they, like, make me wear a uniform and stuff. But, like, you know, I... 
I I had to really fight for them to let me huh? leave my nose ring in. But, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, girl, it's okay. You're at work. Also, I'm not even that cool right now. I'm just wearing black. <laughs> you haven't seen how cool I can be. But let me tell you, it really restores the ego. I was super gassed wow. up after that. <laughs> when I went to the, uh, the plague karaoke, I was like, I'm the most beautiful woman alive. Uh, I'm like running into people's DMs like, what the fuck's up with you, though? It's <laughs> Over Jordan's amplifier, just like, what are you, what are you fucking looking at? Kinda. I was like, what are you I, gonna do about it? I pushed These a bunch. People will die for me. I pushed a bunch of men over. There was like these short women in front of me. I'm like, is he manhandling you? And she's like, kinda. I'm like, hey, fuck you. Wow. I was just really on one. Hell yeah. Confident Katie is like the worst person alive. Like, I really need to have low self esteem in order to be like a functional member of society. We can only hope it doesn't go out of control. Don't worry, it's gone now. But I'm just saying, if I went to like New Jersey or Long Island, it's like been a day, like. <laughs> Like uh, one, you know, three yeah. times a month, I would, I would be unstoppable. <laughs> that, that's self care. <laughs> she got the good night. Okay, um, let's talk about Dragon Ball Z. Why don't we, for once, talk about Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> uh, quickly, I don't have much time. My my experimental Wolfman formula has finally come to fruition. And after having drinking it with the full expectation of turning myself fully into gold, I, Dr. Wolfman, appear to be transforming into a very beast-like wolf. Oh, the irony after all the other scientists teased me for my condition. Soon I will be naught but claws and hair and teeth that bite. And in these last moments, I'd like to politely suggest you donate $5 a month to the Ballin' Out Super Podcast, unlocking another episode a week for you and your friends to listen to all about anime. No, I'm Dr. Wolf. No, I'm a... The title of this episode is The End of Snake Way, King Kai's Bizarre Test. You're thinking, didn't we just get on Snake Way? We did. It's already over. Wow. What a luxurious <laughs> experience As we on, <laughs> we remember all the boats we went on. I got to say, thank you to Kai to just cut in and out. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, but I will say this episode... No malarkey. In my... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if this is a popular opinion, but I will say this episode is kind of a good example of the downside of it, where I felt like it was very choppy, uh, mm -hmm. and they just kind of had to get a bunch of stuff in there so you can get the general plot. And I feel like for every fun episode, like five fun episodes we get, we're going to get one like, all right, here's the other stuff. But it was yeah. at the expense of saving you six hours of your life. That's Think of true. it that that's way. Yeah. That's, that's true. Gohan training in the forest, it's done. <laughs> Snake way run time, it's done. Yeah. yeah. No. Going to hell for no reason and meeting the quirky hell demons, not today. Not today, Satan. Not yeah. today, Satan. You're not a part of the show. <laughs> yeah. So uh So rest in peace to the hell dudes, yeah. to uh Princess Snake. Princess Snake, not in the show. Uh all of Gohan in the woods. Yeah, Go Gohan's friend. Gohan's the bear. REI adventure. Is Icarus in the show? I, I guess we so. would no, we wouldn't know. He's just a movie dragon. Yeah. Yo, 
Respect to Icarus. Wherever you are, man, you're doing great things. Big things Icarus. come from Icarus. I, I respect <laughs> Icarus's fucking contract is great. He only shows up for the movies, which pays 10 times as much as TV. Yeah. Yes. And he still gets the respect of someone who only does film and not television. He yeah. has in his rider, or I mean in his contract, that he can't lose a fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's undefeated in Dragon Ball Z. They're like, we'll just leave. He can't lose a fight, and he needs ten sweaters. (laughs) We need this dragon. It's a Jello commercial for Dragon Ball. So uh, the episode starts, and Gohan wakes up atop his plateau. But we know time has passed because the ghee that uh, Piccolo sandblasted onto his body is now clothes beam tattered. At the knees. Uh, Gohan wakes up. Oh, it's another beautiful day in Plateau Monster Land. Yeah, what do you he- think Gohan's been doing to wear out those knees? <laughs> <laughs> Sliding into home, probably. <laughs> you got no sleeves either. My man on a, on a roll. <laughs> He's also got his is, little sword. Is Gohan actually pastrami because my man's on a roll? That's <laughs> so true. That's uh, a joke for New Yorkers. So hey, pastrami. Wow. So he, uh, yeah, he wakes up with his little tattered clothes. He puts on his coconut helmet and slip slides down on a leaf sled. My little Gohan's been having fun. He's doing a great time. You Gilligan's tell, Island kind of thing. You can tell this is part of his daily routine. He jumps and he runs towards a tree. Uh, he Naruto runs towards it and then he uh, kicks it and catches a bunch of little berries little for berries a healthy breakfast. And I say, what is he doing for protein? And Dragon Ball Z's like, don't worry, Katie. We're going to tell you. And it You're is- wondering torture <laughs> it's definitely not the most insidious thing you've seen yet you know they say that a early sign of psychopathic behavior in children is torturing animals uh-huh. and gohan uh is eating his little berries and a dinosaur shows up and roars at him and he's like okay ready for round two motherfucker we should clarify because it is dragon ball it's not like a dinosaur who's a guy it's like a t-rex yeah it's like, like a an Jurassic actual park t-rex big like, t-rex yeah thing. j park hours the um the <laughs> <Jay> dinosaur <laughs> chases gohan and then we notice that a band j park i don't know dog japanese park J Park. Jesus Park. Jesus Park. Jesus Park Super Bark. Jesus. <laughs> it's a Japanese. Jesus Park Super Bark. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Jesus it. Christ Superstar reimagined as sh- just Shibu Inus. Yeah, well, but it's Korean because his name is Park. Because his name is Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a right. Jesus Park Super Bark is a musical about a Korean Jesus dog. Right. Yeah. Two great tastes. Uh, so, so this dino's chasing Gohan. He's chasing Gohan, and we know his part of his tail's missing. And I say, like, oh, they edited this weird, but no, uh, he tricks the dinosaur into hitting his head. Gohan takes his sword, and he's like, I'm gonna take another little piece of your tail, and he slices off a piece of the dinosaur's tail. Like it's a fucking ham, and he says, "Wow, you're running out." Right, <laughs> every means- day. Guess you're gonna be out of use to me. <laughs> every day, Gohan does human centipede to this dinosaur. Yeah, he's walking it fuels around. His sick experiments. He's walking around with an open wound that he yeah. just keep. He's keeping him alive like a saw movie, just sawing off 
more and more. It's like boxing Helena until he's just like a dinosaur torso that he rolls around. And, and as like, if the physical torture wasn't bad enough, he's doing like psychological torture to him by being like, yeah, what's going to happen to you when you run out of tail, I wonder? What will happen? <laughs> How what will you will balance? What will happen when you have no use? Yeah, and the dinosaur's like, please kill me. Right, Every day is pain. You're thinking this dinosaur, why is he chasing this tiny boy? It possibly, can't possibly be enough food. It's out of vengeance. <laughs> vengeance, trying to eat this boy for his own freedom. Every day, <laughs> extending his massive 10-foot-tall wound in the back of his body to make cartoon hams and roast them over an open fire and eat them in one big munch and going yum 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 and like Piccolo's watching him and eat this dinosaur torture tail and he's like nice yeah sick, sick. look at him he's getting better at this he's like a young a, a young what's a, a serial killer there we go. All right. There you go. I'm, I'm leaning on a pillow now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Goku is still running on Snake Way. Then we cut over to Kami's lookout. Hey, it's Yamcha, Tien, Chatsu, Krill, and Yajirobe. They're here to train with Kami. Okay. Pretty sick. Pretty Yajirobe sick. Yajirobe hanging okay. out on the side, eating a little snack. Everyone's oh, we're not even there yet. Them. This oh, no. is just oh, like really? a random cut. You where spoke like, too soon. This was like the ultimate, and I'm here too. Oh, is this when they're like looking at Kami's house, and they're just like, we're here. Yes. And I was like, all right, later. Yeah, exactly. There, it, that happens like three times this episode. Uh, then we're back on Earth. Piccolo, after six months, I've seen you survived in the wilderness go on, but now it's time for your real training. And by that, I mean I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Ha ha. Never I'm lose. an adult who's going to punch you in the face. Yeah, he punches him a bunch. And he's like, never lose sight of your target. He's like, but you're so fast. And then he just zaps the shit out of him. Right. And it's played for laughs. And here's the thing that you have to realize about Piccolo is when he punches, he's doing like 90s arm punch dance moves. He's doing straight hands straight at you like zip, zow, zip, zow. It's a Michael Jackson song. He's got those good vibrations. Yes. He's doing good vibrations to Gohan. (laughs) Sweet sensations. Feel it, feel it. Feel the noise. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish Same I was here to period. avenge you. Same what? time period. Yeah, Katie's uh, seen the Marky Mark Good I have video. seen it. Oh, what are you doing? We talked about that on the other one. Whatever. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, the one that, that episode, which I wasn't here for. That's going to be a, a couple days after this one. Good vibrations. Feel it, feel it. Feel the noise. So um, then... We cut, I like I said, it cuts from Earth, Goku, the boys, like three times. So we're back to Goku running on Snake Way, and he goes, this sucks! Okay. Yep. And then they go back to the and boys it at does. Kami's lookout. <laughs> um, they're all paired off and doing punchies and fisties at each other. They're like, ooh, look at us, we're working out. And then Popo stands mouth agape and goes, yeah. <laughs> nice. Looking good out there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, you should plug that in. I'm gonna. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to disrupt the podcast. Well, okay, here we go. do it. <laughs> I'm watching you. You fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> If this was like a bad softcore porno, I'd be like, I don't know how to charge my computer. Will you plug it in for me, IT boy? Could you plug it in for me? Oh, oh he- the strapping IT boy. Can you restart this? 
I never learned how to use my iPad. Is it like the phone? It is. I have something else that you could turn off and turn back on again. It's this electronic picture frame with pictures of my grandchildren. And it never gets to the porn. Oh, strapping IT boy, my Zoom is not updating. So, um, Mr. Popo, what does he do? He what does goes, he do over there? He just nods. What's his freaking job? He just fucking does. What does he do? He's not training. He's not teaching him anything. He's just like, oh, nice. <laughs> he doesn't even really say anything. Oh, cool. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Oh, Goku's reached the end of Snake Way. He slides down the tail. Yippee! I reached the end. Uh oh. Nothing's there. Right, He's just what? hanging off the tail. Until he notices, he's, he sees King Kai's tiny planet in the background. Right. If you haven't seen King Kai's planet, um, it's uh, like a circle that you can see all the way around. And there's one road and a lawn and then a big Cadillac on the road. Like, where are you taking that Cadillac? I love King Kai's planet. It's Just so cool. one house, a Cadillac, a tree, and a monkey in a single row. You could walk around the circumference of the planet in 10 minutes or less. And not in the show yet, a bug. Oh, yeah. Gregory's a big bug. Gregory. Gregory. Shout out to Gregory. The bug. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, we'll see ya. We'll see ya, buddy. <laughs> Goku zip zap zops over there, and he's like, oh, I found the planet, but now he's feeling heavy. He gets pulled onto its surface, and he's like, it's like my body's filled with lead, and my right. eyes are bloodshot. Goku has a real way with words. He tries to drag his heavy, fucked-up corpse to the the door of the building but first he gets distracted by a tree with fruit in it and he's like i want to try and eat and i'm like you're dead bitch right you haven't eaten in a year <laughs> <laughs> you've been running on this snake for at least six full months and you have not eaten once but the sight of a tree you're like i gotta do it i gotta try gotta to get up there also it's the fruit in dragon ball world like the most nutritionally complex item on the planet because i only see people eat fruit all the time mm -hmm. except for that dinosaur tail uh -huh. and i'm like damn like fruit's good and all but it's not everything i mean have you ever had a good apple you not ever, in a long time sometimes i feel like a horse taking a chomp out of these apples <laughs> it's all i've ever wanted well you know uh goku's like check out them apples but he falls on his right. head and he looks up, and there's Bubbles, the monkey. He goes, oh, is this monkey King Kai? Is he supposed to train me? Okay, right. yep. I guess yeah. so. The monkey is training me, and the monkey starts doing monkey shit. Yeah, the monkey's yeah. monkeying around. He's going, oh, oh, ah, ah, doing a little monkey he's dance. Doing, he's doing monkey shines. And then Goku's like, all right, this is the training. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And, and says, honestly, not that different from what the training is later. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. Very similar. I gotta let you know. I love a cartoon monkey. Yeah. I fucking love cartoon monkey. Yep. Now, a real monkey? Miss me with that. When I was a kid, we had a brick breaker, like, freeware game downloaded on the PC. Um, you know, it's just like a bunch of bricks and a ball bounces yeah. up and down. And you can unlock power-ups, like a bunch of balls, but one of them was monkey. And when you unlocked it, a bunch of monkeys fly out and break out. And when you would break it, it goes monkey in a weird little voice mm. now that has inserted itself so deep into my psyche that i say you it out loud sometimes and, and i don't that. realize i'm saying it the most infamous of which is i was very drunk and peeing on the toilet and my boyfriend walks <laughs> by the 
the, and my boyfriend walks by the door while I'm peeing. And when I open the door, he's like, why were you just saying monkey to yourself? Huh? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you were going to the bathroom and I just heard you going monkey. <laughs> anyway, so whenever I see a cartoon monkey, I just think monkey in my head. Strong misdirects with the peeing then on the toilet. I thought it was going to be like in the street or something. Yeah. Peeing on a toilet. Peeing standard style. <laughs> I love that uh, K-pop song, peeing toilet style. Yeah. Standard style. Yeah, no, sorry about the misdirect, everyone. I just... Uh, I, <laughs> I just, got monkey on the brain. I just got monkey on the brain, dog. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. That happens to me all the time, too. I watched this Sesame Street movie when I was little um, where it kind of tells you how to count and also set, teaches you things they sell at the grocery store. <laughs> and then uh, one part of the song just really sticks with me, and I say it all the time, not really meaning to, and that's always... Uh, 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 ten tiny turtles on the telephone talking with the grocery man. <laughs> <laughs> Never been relevant. Never been a thing I should say. I say it at least once a week. Yeah, I have one of those things, but it's with uh, from the Rugrats episode where they do uh, Reptar on ice. Yeah, yeah. There's the one line that. Like when the babies go out on the ice and and Reptar's just ad libbing and he's like, "What's a dinosaur to do when this kid's on the ice?" <laughs> That's so good though, because we've all, as performers, been in yeah, that scenario where you're like, "Whose baby is this?" <laughs> all right, I cannot tell my joke because a dog has stolen the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> And I get back to my punchline and he ran away. And then you like try to make up for it by just doing like, man, rough room. Yeah, huh? right. Rough. Oh, everybody's leaving. Still not working. I okay. didn't plan for the dog. <laughs> anyway, Goku's dancing like a monkey. Yep. And I'm thinking, this is great. And More then King Kai th- says what we're all thinking. He rolls up and you just hear a voice go, Looks fun. Can I try? Oh, shit. Real King Kai's here. Real King Kai shit. Goku goes, who are you? And uh, King Kai gives us a little rhyme. He goes, if you're inching for a laugh, uh, if you're scratching for a laugh, and then he scratches his own ass, I'm your guy, King Kai. And then... uh, Yeah, that's some form of rhyme. And then uh, Goku (laughs) stares at him like, what? And he goes, that's my monkey. <laughs> I'm King Kai. I own a monkey. I own this planet and a monkey. I'm very rich. I have a lot of land, so you should respect me. Also, just quick interjection. Totally reasonable to think that King Kai was the monkey. Can we all agree on that? I mean, King Kai is already... everything else that's been put into this universe. I yeah. mean, it's not unreasonable to think the monkey was King Kai. I think point. we're all surprised that the monkey isn't King Kai. King Kai is just like a fat catfish man. He doesn't make like a ton more sense. Also, I you know, it's been a while since I've seen this introduction to King Kai and I forgot what a fucking like nightmare middle manager boss he is where he's like, "Do you think I'm funny?" and you're like, "Uh, not really." And he's like, "Well, I guess someone doesn't get a bathroom break." <laughs> <laughs> Looks like those shifts aren't going to line up the way you wanted unless you say I'm funny. You know, Katie, all the other girls in the secretary pool think I'm very funny. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't such a 
duck up bitch. <laughs> Whoa, King Kai. Just want to say the the way that you know it's not going to be King Kai is that he's not wearing clothes. Yeah, he's not wearing clothes because kings wear indicator. clothes. Well, the no, king but, never has no clothes. But in the Dragon Ball universe, the ones that end up being like talky real characters and not just general animals are the ones that are wearing clothes. Yeah, uh, so at best maybe an emperor will have no clothes, but kings, they got clothes. They got clothes. I guess it's like Mickey Mouse rules. Yes. Yes. It's Mickey Mouse rules. It's precisely Mickey Mouse rules. Great point, Katie. Yeah, great. I'm very salient. You're uh, just, you're like, you. I love your look. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, God. I'm going to get out of this town. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't take you there, but that's the other thing. I think the implication is they're like, take me with take you. Me. I'm take like, you. sorry, girl. I want to dye my hair. Mall. It's New York's an hour away. <laughs> Just You could have this shitty job there. You can have it all. <laughs> my apartment above that gunshot one time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so King Kai goes, that's right, I'm the funniest. I'm so funny, it's okay to laugh, but I guess that was pretty highbrow taps on Mike. Yeah, I guess that went over your head. Oh, no. is this thing on? Yeah, he does that thing where he says the punchline a few times because it's really laying. He pretends to pick up a Nokia cell phone and goes, does the, is your refrigerating running bit? And right. Goku's like, what? Goku's like, I don't know what a refrigerator <laughs> is. Rest in peace, Steve Whale, and this right. is like some real Steve Whale and shit. Yeah, that's I think true. King Kai stole this from our deceased friend Steve Whalen. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Maybe King Kai shouldn't have stolen his bits. Right, yeah. I mean, King Kai should send money. Love, love <laughs> working in a profession where the only nice person dies. Right. Well, uh, actually, we all die. Yeah. That's the twist. <laughs> Uh, and then uh so he's like why are you here and he's like to to be trained and he's like you want me to train you oh cut away meanwhile a sick guitar riff plays and piccolo's doing his sharp murky mark hands at gohan yeah he is not stopped with the good vibration hands rocks fly and gohan's jumping out of your way and you're like great training montage feel the noise (laughs) now (laughs) King Kai, back on Kai Planet, asks Goku to tell him a joke or he refuses to train him. And Goku is the king of anti-comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Goku has like figured out comedy so fast. He's really put us all to shame. Although the speed he learned martial arts, it does make sense that he would apply that knack. He just says a bunch comedy. of like nonsense shit. Like, the heart is a naked piano. Yeah, and I didn't get that one. Yeah. I need gas money. <laughs> He said, I sold my car for gas money. Okay, that makes sense. That's kind of an absurd situation. That's more of like a Christmas story than a joke. But... (laughs) Yeah, it's like a... What's the guy's name? The... um the, the, Ebenezer Scrooge? Oh, Henry. Yeah, it's like an O. Henry story. Yeah, it's like O. Henry. But wait, so... I just thought maybe one of you would get it. Why is my heart a naked piano? I did not get it. I don't get it. I think it's a translation issue. Because the keys... It's got to be some Shinto shit. I mean, if it is, though, is it their job to translate it? It's always some Shinto thing, dude. <laughs> it's got, it's got to be. It's got to make well, some I, amount I, of I sense. And, I think and because I'm a fox spirit. refrigerator running cannot be a joke in Japan. I think Kai is trying to be more um, 
faithful to the original words. Like, you know how in the original Z-Dub, like they did Home for Infinite Losers and stuff because they couldn't say on TV. So maybe originally they did just put like a knock-knock joke in here and they're like, right. no, leave the Shinto shit in. Yeah, hey, go back yeah. to, stop doing Dice. <laughs> stop doing Andrew Dice Clay on the Dragon Ball show. Hickory dickory dock. <laughs> My wife is a bitch. <laughs> That's it. I'm Goku, everybody. Hey. Doc, my heart is a naked piano. <laughs> uh, so King Kai, he fucking loves it. Yeah, he, he loses does. his shit. It's my so man funny. is straight dead. And uh, he's like, you passed. All right, I will train you to be a comedian. Here's my best joke. And Goku's like, no, martial no. arts, please. And no. he's like, why didn't you just say that? You misunderstood. Sorry, I, was I looking for laughing Buddha comedy? No, I do not need Hello. comedy classes. I don't need to pay for it. I'm a natural. I'm <laughs> Goku. Goku's like, but how am I going to do martial arts shit if I can't stand on your stupid planet? He's like, funny you should mention that. The gravity here is ten times that of Earth. So Boing, oing, oing. That's a, that's a heavy planet. That's a lot of gravity, especially because gravity is usually accompanied by a big planet, not a small planet. But you know what? We're dead. Dense. Dense planet. Um, here's the thing. Dense planet, extra gravity, not gonna make you stronger. Just gonna hurt your joints and bones. Yeah, uh, I sorry. Feel whenever I'm like walking up a slight incline when I'm wearing my backpack with all like my work shit in it, which is like five hard drives and like two laptops, I feel like my back's gonna snap off. Right. And I feel like adding gravity to that wouldn't make me stronger. It would just make me shaped like a question mark. Right. I mean, over time, it would make you. You'd be very strong. Question mark. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You you like heavily end a sentence. <laughs> um, he asked Goku to just try a little jump, thinking he wouldn't jump that high. But he does jump pretty fucking pretty high. high. Good but tw- because it's Goku, footer. he's like, see, I can barely jump. And King Kai's like, this kid's got the juice. He's got what it takes. He's got the juice, by which I mean in his brain currently. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show you to this guy. We're gonna shoot so many Jello commercials with you. <laughs> My God, you can jump high. <laughs> Stars born. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, back on Kami, look out. Uh, Yajirobe's having a snack. Yamcha does a single fingy handstand. Krillin does something. He's doing like poses. Chatsu shoots a lot of beams, and Tien multiplies. Good training, fellas. Good work, everybody. Yeah, with that kind of regimen, I mean, you're ready for anything. <laughs> you know what's going to defeat the Saiyans? A single finger push-up. You Good job, Yamcha. Make oh that one you know finger so Dude, strong. it's the fucking 2020 Dems. No, no, no. What it is, is they're all, they're all training, except for Yajirobe, who doesn't give a fuck, and Yamcha's just training to finger blast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what, we're going to fight? I thought we were just going to... Bang their wives. You see what I do? I send that tiny ball into the pussy. And then I can move it all around. (laughs) Oh, I'm so Uh, suited right now. What would that look like? Folks, send us your drawings, but don't really. What would it look like? Back on Kai. King Kai's like, all right. Realistically, so I can think of a training plan, how much time do you have? And Goku's like, not very long, because I was running on that fucking snake forever, and I got to beat these Saiyans back to Earth. Yeah, I got stuck on a snake (laughs) at least six months on a snake, so 
Oh no, a lot of snake time. <laughs> um, so King Kai's like, oh, let me check. And then there's this like psychedelic like matrix zoom in of his antennae that he has on his hat. He wears yeah, a little a black catfish. hat with two antennae. Yeah, he's like a catfish and it's like pew, pew, pew. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, he's looking at Saiyans and he goes, did you know I get all the channels on these things? Yeah. Like the TV. <laughs> and then he laughs at his own joke, which no class. And he says, no class. okay, they are going to be here at Earth in 158 days. That very specific number. Yeah. How did you know? I get all the channels. Goku fake laughs because he doesn't want to get fired right. or put on the weekend shift. He needs this money. He needs it so bad. <laughs> all right. It's not a lot of time, he says, but because of the gravity sitch, 10 times Earth's gravity, it's like doing more training, more better training. It's better training and stuff. Yeah, it's like really good, <laughs> really good training. <laughs> well, what is it? It's funny you ask. Go chase the monkey yes. like you were doing before we spoke. <laughs> guys has to get used to gravity. Please chase my monkey chase this monkey so, i cannot keep it in line goku is stumbling around because the gravity's so heavy while well, he tries to catch monkey and the monkey's not running very fast he's just doing teeter-tottering monkey stuff <laughs> let me tell you folks i love it it's very funny goku can't run the monkey's like monkey 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 it's great he uh, can't catch it and then he's like why don't i take off my weighted clothes right and Jeremy pointed out you died in your weighted clothes. Like you still have, you wore them on the snake this entire time. Goku loves to train. No days off the ground. No days off. How like, did he get them though? <laughs> his whole body like, disappeared. His body disappeared and they were on him. So they, it's actually they also really died. good. You know, Ridiculous. Shintoism believes items after uh, they age a certain amount become a ghost or a yokai. So maybe they have a spirit. Interesting. Anyway, that's it. The announcers start talking like, man, I wonder if Goku's going to catch this fucking monkey. Oh, shit. Monkey <laughs> business. This fucking monkey you guys what? see this? You guys see this fucking monkey? Pretty and fun stuff here on Dragon Ball. See you next week. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Yep. All right. Out of seven. Dragon Balls. Katie. Um, it definitely was like a perfunctory episode, just trying to get us to point to point. But you know, guys, I love monkey business. Uh, but Gohan's tail torture, really disturbing facts about yeah. a character that I genuinely find beloved. Uh, I'm going to give it three out of seven. Wow. Alex? Huh. Well, really like that monkey business. And I really enjoyed... Gohan torturing a dinosaur slowly by removing part of its body every day, six inches at a time. So I'm going to give it four Dragon Balls because uh, the Kami's Lookout training I thought was like pretty lackluster. But overall, good episode of Dragon Ball. Kept me laughing, kept me coming back. And so four out of seven Dragon Balls, that's most of the Dragon Balls. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say... Three out of seven Dragon Balls. Uh, it mostly sucked. Pretty uh, stitched together. Doesn't feel like it's a cohesive narrative. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever. I, I like King Kai. He's fun. I do like King Kai. I feel like I'm having an allergy attack, so I'm like, what are you allergic to? I think your cat. <laughs> 
Oh, I only ever but, feel but worse you have a cat. Your cat. What does that mean? Maybe I have like a deadly uh, fungus or something in here. I think that, like that, that could be. I it. think Waffles is just like the most alpha cat on yeah. the planet. You he think just, he just gets in your guts? <laughs> yeah, he gets in there. All right, you guys want to do an email? Yeah, yeah, Dragon Mail. It's time for Dragon Okay, this is from Cullen Parker. Okay. Okay. Will the Ballin' Out crew cancel Dragon Ball Super? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Vote for Bernie Sanders. Vote for Bernie, Vote for Sanders. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> He'll make it illegal to be Dragon Ball Super. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, he hates <laughs> Dragon Dear Ballers, Ball thanks to you, I now get a ton of DBZ stuff recommended to me on all my social media. On Instagram, I came across a page that posts the manga as it updates, so I decided to give it a quick scan, and uh, guess what? Everyone's a cop now. Yep. I didn't actually read anything, just looked at the panels, but from what I can tell, everyone joined Jocko's space police team. That's right, all our favorite boys are now space pigs. Gohan, Piccolo, Krillin, Yamcha, Tien, all these boys are now pigs. Well, you're all listing people that were in dire need of a job. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. What does this mean? Does Gohan now go home and hit his wife? Does Piccolo work out while listening to Five Finger Death Punch? I'm sure uh, I'm sure things are the same for Krillin. What are your thoughts on this? Signed, Cullen. Well, well, first of all, Cullen... What the, is the circumstance that made him join the Force? Inequality is the new draft, so you can't be blaming the forces <laughs> that send you into these jobs. Yeah, but. they sound like... Because Jocko's space police are kind of more like troops, it sounds like this, than cops, right? Uh, no, they do like cop shit, because remember he like arrests that one dude... Uh, no, you're right. At the, a ramen place and whatever. Right, and he sucks at his job because he's an yeah. incompetent pig. I mean... I don't know. We live in hell. We live in hell. <laughs> and only in such a hell world would they make a free spirit like Yamcha. We do not live in real world Kai. I feel like Yamcha got arrested and they were like, they gave him like one of those whimsical options. Yeah, like, where, an, 80s, uh, like an 80s movie premise like, where he has yeah. to be a cop. It's like you can to go to space prison and break rocks or you could be a cop. I feel like, yeah, Tien's village keeps getting burnt down by launch and it was the only way he could get away from her witness protection style. Chatsu's just going through it. Right. Yeah. Gohan is trying to get as far away from his father as possible due to psychic trauma. So, you know, it really shows you how important it is to reach out to young men and teach them it's okay right. to yeah. express masculinity any way you want. Gohan's trying to draw a blue line between him and his father. Yeah. If anything, there was, like, Gohan is the most realistic cop of all. I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think he would hit his wife, though, because Videl would snap Beat out of she would just him. kill him oh which i would actually love to see yeah, she would pull oh i can't wait for fidel to show up in this show in 900 episodes she's my favorite <laughs> yeah i love her man that will be good when that happens <laughs> see you guys so in 2024 when the world's dead <laughs> we're just like great scene fidel <laughs> anyway i gotta put my radiation hazmat suit on see you later yeah yeah, all right. Uh, plugs, Alex. Plugs. Uh, thanks for coming out to the live show at Caroline's last week, if you came to that. 
Um, ball, uh, ball now super great podcast. Check that out <laughs> if you haven't yet. You know, we got a Patreon, we got normal episodes every week on Dragon Ball. If you like that, that's for you. Follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes on twitter.com. Patak Jokes, everybody. Thanks yep. for tuning in, Katie. <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Uh, if you guys are in Florida, please buy your tickets for the Gay Young Classic Wrestling versus Drag Queens Lip Sync Battle during WrestleMania weekend, the week of April 4th, I want to say. Sponsored by Ballin' Out Super. Yes, it is sponsored by us, Ballin' Out Super. We won't be there, but I got everyone paid, and that's good praxis. Ballin' Out Super will not be at the event. Yep. And find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Check out my other podcast, Generation Loss, with Bryn Nibor from BB Bledis. This week, we're watching Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Oh, it really fucking sucks. It really fucking sucks, dude. That movie sucks. is worse. It sucks. Ding dongs. <laughs> movie him. sucks. Dude, we spent like half the episode talking about how clearly the whole thing is just like a CIA psyop. Yeah, right. Like to... to to, yeah, well, <laughs> listen right. to the show. Listen we'll to if you want to hear Jeremy ex- ex- elaborate this thought for a full two hours, you got him. Listen to this episode. Hear. All right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super! Do everything you can for Bernie. Please! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>